I want today to um, introduce you to a new word, and that word is disciple. And you might think, well, that's not a new word. I've heard that word disciple many times. But if I was to ask you what the word disciple means, I suspect more than a few of us would be a little uncertain. So in the Gospels, we have the word apostle, meaning someone who is sent. We have references to the 12 and the 72 being different groups within the great mass of followers of Jesus. But we also have this word disciple. Now the term disciple and the concept of discipleship are very fashionable in the church these days. Fashionable in one sense because it's a biblical term and post-Vatican II Catholicism is seeking to make us all more biblical. But fashionable too because it's seen as a, a word, a concept that can help us today in our post-Christian, relativist, secular world get a clearer focus on how it is that we are to be a Christian in the midst of this culture. So Pope Francis, long before he became Pope, was using this word disciple a lot in his teachings and documents in Argentina. As Pope, he uses it a lot. I counted this week that um, 37 times uh, it appears in just one of his documents, Evangelii Gaudium. Our new bishop, likewise, has been using this term, disciple, um, before Pope Francis was using it. And I'm hoping now in our parish, we're going to have a renewed focus on this concept of discipleship in the um, book study group we're going to have in the parish this spring. So, as it says in the newsletter, um, the bishop is asking parishes all across the diocese to have reading groups reading this book, Forming Intentional Disciples, to focus us on this whole thing. So what is a disciple? Well, to know what a disciple is, you've got to see him in relationship to his master. That a disciple is someone who is learning, he's a student. But he's a student in particular of a particular master, a particular teacher who he has committed himself to. So if you picture a group of people sat at the foot of some wise teacher, that's an image of the disciples with their master. But it's not just an academic learning or a book learning. It's a learning about those things that affect how we live. So the word discipline that we have in English is about training and formation. And this is part of what it means to be a disciple, that I commit myself to a teacher who's going to teach me how to live. And I commit myself to him. So that as we read the Gospels, we read that there were a great many disciples, that there were obviously a huge number of people that were kind of following the Lord Jesus at a distance, that were maybe just curious. But within that crowd, there were those who were singled out and called disciples, who committed themselves to the Lord as their master, as their rabbi, who sought to form their lives on him. 
Now, thinking about our modern culture, this way of living and existing is actually very different to how we're used to thinking these days. That today we tend to be very individualistic, and therefore with that, far too individualistic to commit myself to any one teacher. So if you think about how people will tend to learn, that they'll go to Google and they'll look at a bit on that website and a bit on that website and a bit on that website, they won't commit themselves to one expert. We don't expect to do that. But what the Lord Jesus is telling us is that he is different. He is so far above other teachers that we do need to commit ourselves to him in an exclusive way. That if we don't commit ourselves to him, if I have a whole bunch of different teachers I follow for different things, so maybe I listen to Jesus a little bit on some things, but I also listen to my gym instructor, and I also listen to this diet expert, and I also listen to this fine wine expert, and I also listen to what Richard and Judy have to say on breakfast television. And I have all of these different teachers, and I like what Jesus says, but these other teachers, they also mean a lot to me. Well, then I'm not really a disciple of the Lord. That the Lord and his teaching has to be completely foundational to what I'm seeking to live and form my life on. And if you're not doing that, if you're just picking and choosing and having a bit of Jesus and a bit of this and a bit of that, then you're not really following him. You're just following your own opinions, following yourself. And this thing about following ourselves is really the kind of modern way of living, and it is a problem, that it fails to recognize God as God, as having an absolute claim on us, and of his son Jesus Christ as having an absolute role as the son who has come from heaven to be the teacher, the master, the guide for us. Now, as I noted at the start of Mass, our first reading and Gospel both gave us an image of part of what's involved in being a disciple of the Lord, namely listening to his sacred word. So we heard in our first reading of how the priest Ezra gathered all the people and how they listened to the law of the Lord, how they listened as the book of the law was read to them. And that's what we need to do too. We need to seek to form ourselves, base ourselves on his teaching given to us. So to sum that all up, the church today is offering us a renewed focus on this word disciple and discipleship. And what it means is that I commit myself to a teacher, to a master, to the Lord Jesus, that I learn from him. I seek to base my life on him. I look to his example and teaching. And I look to his church to pass that on to me for how I should live and form my life.
And if we do that, if we commit ourselves to such a pattern, then we will have the benefit of what the law of the Lord gives us, the fullness of life. As we said today in our psalm, your words are spirit, Lord, and they are life.